Welcome to the Indie Author Max podcast. Join me and my friends as I journey from amateur writer to published author. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the bullwhip crack like this. Let's begin now. Hello and welcome to the April 2022 edition of the Indie Author Max podcast. It is the 14th of April as I am recording this. Um, Today in the interview I will be talking to JP McDonald, a self-published Australian author, um, and we talk about his book The Invisible Tether, and we also talk about uh, the importance of um, taking your time to get to learn your craft. Um, JP and I are also involved in a, um, a virtual signing event that's coming up soon. Um, so if you want to check that out, we'll, we'll talk more about that in the interview, but um, it is the OI, so um, that's OI for Aussie Indies, so OI Book Fair, um, and you can find that on um, on Facebook, and that is coming up on the, um, yeah, not, not the Easter weekend, the weekend after the 23rd, 24th. Um, a personal update for, for this month, so Cinder and Black um, has been going okay, so we've been getting a few sales at some markets and things like that, um, and Hearts and Diamonds, I have just run the first half through Pro Writing Aid, um, and so I'm doing that, that, that first lot of editing and looking for some um, ARC readers. So if you're not sure what ARC readers is, so that's an advanced reader copy. So I've got a few people organized for that and looking for some others. So hopefully, um, hopefully by mid-year, I'll be able to um, yeah, have changed all the, anything on that that I, I feel like needs to be fixed up and that will go off to my editor mid-year. Um, so other than that, um, things that are sort of happening uh, this week I will be going away to uh, the Grampians which is something my, my family does every year so I, I've actually just just finished packing the car now as I record this and will be disappearing off to do that um, straight after I have put this podcast together um, so I'll get straight into the interview So, hello, JP. Welcome to my podcast. Hello, sir. Thanks for having me. That's okay. Um, so, to start off with, uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself um, and about your your writing and your books? Yeah. So, um, at the moment, there it's it's not books. It's just book. Um, yes. I'm getting to a point where I'm I'm going to be uh, you know adding to the pile. But uh, yeah, so far. Only the one. So uh, my name, JP McDonald, um, and I've written one book. (laughs) Uh, It's called The Invisible Tether, put out in December 2021. It's a little bit of a sci-fi adventure thriller thing. Um, And it basically centers around um, a group of university students who come across a, a common enemy. They've got to take them down. Um, and they discover a lot of things along the way in the process. Um, And I guess I've been writing all my life, um, started 
within, uh, you know, more focused on music side of things and then took a little bit of a detour and, and decided that this was a path that I wanted to explore and, and to, to hopefully thrive in in the future. Um, but, you know, we're, we're still on that path in, in the journey and, and we'll see if we get to the, the point of thriving. Um, but that's definitely a, a hope for, for the future. Yeah, it sounds like a similar path to the one I'm taking, actually, that, you know, I, I started writing you know, silly little stories when I was really young and then it turned into a bit of poetry and, you know, song lyrics, um, just sort of some silly stuff. And then, I, yeah, then I got into music and then yeah, later on in life I've sort of gone, oh, I might go back to that. I did love writing books and, and yeah, gave it a go. And I'm, I'm, I'm the same as you. I've got one out, but there's there's another one that's, that's on the way. Um, I'm, I'm reading your book actually, so I I actually um, I'm, I'm going to take it away I'm camping with me and um, keep reading it. It's it's very it's very full on. It was almost I, I almost couldn't you know read it while I was stressed out at work. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this that's the thing. Probably um, it's good for your listeners to know that. Uh, if you're in a stressed out environment, my book is probably not the one that you want to pick up. <laughs> yeah. But um, now that you mention about the camping thing, it's actually, um, well, it's probably, it, it's it's either good for camping because it mentions some of that stuff or yes. it's bad because there's some stuff that goes down in the bush and that's not um, what you'd want to kind of think about as you're lying in your tent at night. <laughs> yes, yes, you might. Yeah, you, it might not be best to read before bedtime. No, maybe, maybe keep it for an early in the morning one. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the one. <laughs> um, but just let's let's jump back a little bit on on the music thing. Like, I like that some of how um, you know, or our journeys kind of yes. really similar and mirror each other a little bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm going to steal, I'm going to steal, um, you know, give you the spotlight for a little bit of a moment, which is yes. probably a nice thing for you to do on your own podcast. But tell me a little bit about your, your musical journey as well, just because um, that side of things, um, that's interests me. Yeah. So um, I, like I said, I, I liked writing when I was younger and sort of wrote bits of poetry and stuff. And then early high school, a couple of friends were, in a band, you know, they were writing music too. And they sort of said, oh, we need a bass player. I said, I don't know how to play bass. They said, oh, pretty easy. Um, <laughs> Everyone knows how to play bass. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I joined a band and we, we sort of had, you know, a couple of fun little years um, that sort of changed lineups, changed names and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on, uh, sort of after high school, early sort of university years, um, got into a band called called Jonah, which was, um, yeah, very quite quite technical, quite a lot of different genres sort of mixed up together and that sort of thing. And that was that was pretty serious for for a couple of years. Like um, prog, like prog rock sort of stuff or? Well, it was sort of, it was a mixture of, um, I mean, mainly people sort of called it Scar, I guess, but it was oh, cool. a bit of heavy, heavy rock, a bit of Scar, but also um, we, we mixed in all sorts of, things you know bits of country and jazz and all sorts of things that was all this big mix up of stuff um and and sort of while that was happening too there was a couple of other bands on the side that were were a bit of fun but we did a bit of recording and things with those um and then that sort of when i when i got married um 
and had started having kids, I sort of put that on the back burner for Life a Life ended. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, then, I know how it is, yeah. Yeah, and then I guess uh, a few years into that, um, some friends started up a cover band, and I actually ended up being in that cover band for for nearly 15 years, I think, really. Oh, wow. like, so that was, that was a big thing too. But I, I still always really wanted to go back to doing something creative, which I guess is probably what inspired the writing. So while I was, you know, like I love playing music, but I wanted to create my own thing. I'm going, well, this you know, cover bands aren't that creative. Yeah. So I started writing during that time too. And then um, that sort of ended up and I went, okay, well, I'll, I'll do something serious with this writing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I love how, see, isn't it great how that, um, I guess like creativity in general, like it opens up so many doors, windows or whatever it is. Yeah. Because it doesn't just confine you to a particular spot or space. Um, it allows us to kind of, you know, um, get a little bit of, of this and get a little bit of that and then yep. be able to translate that into, mm-hmm. I don't know, into what we want to make it. So um, yeah. that's really cool in that I guess you had the opportunity to explore that as, as a, a younger lad and then you got into the, I mean, I was in covers as well, so you know how that, that can kind of get, a little bit monotonous and that's probably what you're yes. after the 15 years or whatever yeah yeah like um, it's, it's it's fun and you know there, there is that you know that camaraderie between you know the, yes. the people in it like you really build close friendships and things like that and it's fun and but it's not really yes feeding that creative mm. side of you i mean you can do creative things within it but it's not making something that's yours <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. well that's cool i just wanted to um Check yeah. out. So uh, now, now all your listeners can uh, check out your bands and, uh, <laughs> and yeah. come on the pod- Spotify playlist or something. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we, we will we'll sort of. I'll give you a bit of a chance too. So you do do some stuff music wise. Is there things people can check out of yours? Oh yeah. So um, I guess uh, I have. You know, once writing takes over, um, it's a little bit you know, you'd probably find this as well. It's a little bit all encompassing, especially when you've got all those other family commitments and and work commitments as well. So, um, you know, often, often with creative projects, it's it's kind of like, you know, you can spread yourself for the most part, but then you've got to really, um, you know, one of them has to capture the heart a little bit more than the other. So yeah, yeah, at the moment, I think for both you and I, it seems like writing's a thing that's really, really captured us for this moment um yeah yeah it's definitely important to have a couple of outlets and so for me at the moment i i do have um i put out some sort of pop rocky stuff at the moment under jason m which is j-a-y-s-o-n-m and then which is all on every streaming thing you can get um and uh children's songs so if you have kids around Yeah. I'd say, poor, like, you know, you zero to maybe five would cop it um, yeah. Um, yeah. under Mr. ABC. Um, so, okay. you know, most of that was, uh, that one was definitely because obviously I, I had a, a child of my own and, and it was yeah. a nice way to, um, to, you know, expend my creativity in a way that will assist her in development or, or even just to, connection thing between myself and my daughter um which is always nice to have something you know of your own with with one of your kids 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, just, I just was thinking while you were saying that too about um, that, that creative side of things. My, my wife did ask me the other day, she goes, I want you to do some more music. And I sort of said, well, mm. you know, I, the writing's my creative thing at the moment. And the music thing, I, I love collaborating with other people. I'm not, you know, I'm not a great singer or anything myself. Like I write lyrics and play a bit of things, but um, it involves other people. You know, the writing you can do sort of on your own terms. And you, that creative space, you can't just turn it on and off either. You sort of have to yeah. be in the right place, the right time. And it's much easier to just sit down with yourself and, and you know, rather than try and get all your friends together and then nothing happen, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Like that. That's why I think these days it's easier for me in that um, in the musical creative stuff where like I'm I'm just lucky because I can play all the different instruments like a yep. bit of a Dave Grohl whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So you know I I can record everything that I want to and put it all out in 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 that space. So it's it's not too much of an issue. But you're right. Like when it comes to the actual perform, definitely the performing side of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, it's just so much better to kind of feed off other other energies around you. Um, yeah, yeah. But hey, look, we've got a connection now. So um, if you yeah. ever feel that welling of desire to slap a the bass or yeah. um, <laughs> write something musical, just hit hit a brother up. I'm down. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, something something we'll, we'll we'll think about. And like, um, yeah, maybe even I, I was talking to you earlier too about maybe we might even do some kind of podcasty thing about that creative space and that sort of thing too. Yeah, um, interesting. Brings me, brings me to my next question anyway. Um, how long did it take you to write uh, your, your book? Yeah, so um, this one, the first one, um, it's, you know, it was partly because of the, the journey of um, am I good enough, am I... Yeah. You know, is the story good enough? Is this and that? So, you know, p- partly was the the walls that you put up within yourself that created the duration of um, yeah of writing this draft. So, look, the the first draft, the first or second draft, <clears throat> probably took a couple of years. I started to give you an indication. I started as a school assignment when I was about fifteen, maybe. Wow. So. I'm now 35, four, 34, yes. 35. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, look, tw- 20 odd years about that yeah. um, of going through. And, and it's not like, you know, um, it's not like I was sitting there for 20 years. No, no. Everything, you know, um, when, when you're trying to figure out, you know, yourself as a writer or trying to figure out yourself as a creative individual, um, you often go through the iterations of, you know, is this who I want to be or is this music guy who I want to be or is this poetry guy who I want to be? And so that can often take years. So um, there were times when, you know, the draft was sitting there for five years even at a time. Um, And then I'd go, uh, maybe I should revisit this again and kind of rejig it um, in terms of what it looks, what my life looks like right now, um, because the book itself is a real—it's um, almost autobiographical in the sense that um, there's there's a, a really sorry that's uh, around my area. That's not a sound effect. Um, <laughs> uh, there's 
yeah, there's a deep relationship between um, everyone in the book and yeah. my my personal life. My friends in the book are my friends. The Cooper is me. Um, so you know, at, um, yeah, at various points in my life, the story changed significantly depending on who I was, depending on what I'd learnt, and depending on you know who was still remaining in my life and. And um, yeah, what type of experiences we were all going through together. So, um, I, it's it's one of those things. I don't think it was a book that could have been written just you know when I was twenty one because no. it, yeah it, you know as you go through life, you also go through different experiences and you figure out ways of of looking at the world. And I needed to go through all those different things to be able to finish it properly. So. Um, yeah, long-winded way to say like it took freaking ages, um, but um, it uh, as a last push, I went to a writing festival at the end of last year to have mm-hmm. a look and, and see, you know, is this something? Uh, sorry, the middle of last year, and it was like, you know, this is my last push. As in, all right, do I want to do this or not? Um, it just so happened that the workshops that I went to really spoke to me really pushed me and motivated me to to smash out the last few revisions to make sure that it was something that that I could be proud of yeah yeah um and I I I was just thinking I'm probably about a third of the way through through um what's it called the The invisible tether yeah um and I um yeah, I, as much as it is a story about something that happens to a group of people and they're overcoming that, really it is it is a story about those relationships, isn't it? You know, like so, um, I I can picture that. Yeah, you've you've, you know, I'm reading and I'm going, yeah, I reckon one of these people is you, and one of them somebody else you know. Like it, it is a book about their relationships more. Well, well, I mean, it is an event happening, but it probably is more about how those relationships work in that. It, event and um i guess now you if you are writing a is there going to be a a sequel to this is it going to be a second one um so short well i'll I'll give you a little bit of an answer to to some of the comments you were saying as well as that um but I, i think um with with any writing craft so if you're listening to this podcast as a writer then it is also important to I think it is also important to um, to not just have <clears throat> the event or the yeah. action and and yeah. focus on that. It all just like everything in life, you need to have a bit of a balance and to be able to um, to factor in. Okay, I want this to be a relationship heavy driven book. Um, I want there to be growth between this person, that person, and then ultimately at the end, this is what they learn. Then you know, they have to experience a whole bunch of different events to be able to get themselves to there. So I think that in terms of if we're looking at writing craft and things like that, that's something to consider if you're listening to this thinking, okay, how do I get started writing a piece of of work or how do I get started writing a book? Um, It's about having all those balances, you know, within to be able to tell something that you really want to tell at the end of it. Um, And so... In, ref, in, in asking, uh, is there going to be a sequel? Um, at this point, no, it's a yep. standalone. However, when you get to the end, you'll see that there's a possibility of something occurring that I could, could potentially go down. Yep. Uh, but in my head, um, this was 
this was a little bit of a test um, to see whether, you know, am I decent enough as an author? Am I making it a little bit more of an impact on the market and on readers' mindsets as I'd like? If so, then maybe this is something that I can continue, you know, a little bit more um, professionally or, or ramp it up a little bit more. Yes. So far I feel like I, I have made a decent impact. I have gotten a fair bit of um, okay, okay to slash good feedback. Um, and so I think it's worth pursuing. However, um, you know, if there are enough, basically if there are enough people interested in, in hearing about enough story, uh, another part of the story, and if they, <clears throat> you know, um, start yelling at me or if they <laughs> start yeah. demanding these things, then I shall consider. Um, but, you know, as you know, as, as creatives and as writers and as storytellers, um, the stories never end within our minds. And, and no, no. <laughs> there's always a building of one thing to another. And, and basically everything in life is now an inspiration. So, um, yeah, yeah there, there's an endless well of things that keep popping up. So, um, look, I'll never say never, but yeah. at this point in time, it remains standalone. <laughs> yeah, and I was just just thinking, you know, while well, while you say that too, you know, I I am finishing the second one in the series. That's um, but while I was writing that, you know, the whole time there was the third one, so there will be a trilogy. But the third one just kept banging at me, going, "Oh, this will happen. This will happen." I'm going, hang on, I want to write this one, and then yeah, twelve other stories about different things and all, you know. They, yeah, you're, you're just, you're always creating something new and it's just that time to actually get it done is, is uh, not, it's not on your side. That's what I was going to say. It's just the timing. Like if, yeah. if there was a, you know, this is a sci-fi concept, but if there was a button where we could just pause some stuff, yeah. how amazing would that be? We could just <laughs> pedal out all this amazing stuff and, and uh, get it done as, as quickly as possible. But you know, hence we are we are in where we're in, and we can only do what we can do. So um, that's why, in in the game that we're in as well, in in self publishing, I think it's nice to be able to set your own schedule. You can put pressure on yourself to a certain degree, but um, at the end of the day, we can only do what we can do. And you know, you and I, I'm sure we have the same priorities, and that family is number one, and yeah. then everything else comes thereafter and um you know whatever we can do for our you know two and a half fans or <laughs> seven fans or whatever yeah. it is um you know then then we do that and and hopefully build momentum from there but in the meantime yeah that you just got to focus on the number one first and do what we can yeah well um, I, i've been asking everyone this but i think you probably already answered this a little bit and i also know working from home today so are you ready to leave your day job yet <laughs> i mean i i wish the sales of that um uh, my as as i gave a little bit of an answer just previously my two and a half fans or whatever it is yeah. can't sustain uh full-time income but um look the the dream is definitely there to at least cut down a little bit of time but i think the the um you know, the industry knowledge or the industry standard is is about, you know, you need to get out at least, what is it, you know, five to eight books before yeah. you start seeing some traction, 
um, or some really decent traction. Um, and some people can get lucky and, and hit, you know, a, a little bit of a nail on the head and, and it works in the market that it's in at that point in time. Um, but for the most part, we just need to kind of knuckle down and, and do what we can do in the meantime and, um, and get it out when we can. But I think, uh, I, for, for where I'm at at the moment and, and the plans, um, definitely continue my day job um, to, to support the number one. Um, but And that's not me, by the way. That's the family. I was, <laughs> like, people are like, oh, you selfish guy. Um, but, but no, we're, I'm looking at that as, as the number one focus. And then um, I'd hope to. So my plan is for the future, and this is probably another one of your questions that I'm ruining your... your no, no, that's okay. Model, but plan for the future is um, obviously this was being my first, The Invisible Teller. Then we've got a duology. Um, I've called the duology in general. It's called The Gemarine Chronicles. And so I'll have book one hopefully by the end of this year. Book two, uh, look, I was planning that out last night and oh god there's so much so much involved in it so i'm yeah. getting same time the next year so that would be three then i've got another one on my own that i want to do i want to team up with someone for another one um and then possibly team up with someone to do some like random either romance under a different name <laughs> yeah. either like hectic horrible not horrible but just heavy spice based yeah. under a different name so no one <laughs> can associate yeah. me with that um that yeah. filth um and then <laughs> um and then see what happens like and then that'd take me to around about like your seven or eight right and yes. see what happens around there but yeah. um ultimately the things that i will attribute my name to i'm i'm never i don't think i'm ever going to be that type of author that'll just smash it out for the sake of it. Like what I want to do is, um, is highly like if, if my heart's not in it, 100%, I'm not doing it. And yeah. I'm, and I think that as you probably read, like you've read a third of it at the moment, you can see that like most of, most of the words that I'm writing, like you can see my heart in it and you can see the passion or you can feel it. There's yeah. no, with me, like I'm not, um, I'm never just doing it for, a quick buck or whatever. So um, that's at least something that I want to keep in terms of integrity uh, under the JP McDonald name, um, under, you know, <laughs> whatever other name, um, Richard Johnson that I write all the <laughs> horrible spy stuff in, then yeah. fine, you know, um, I'll be a, a sellout there 100%. But, yeah, look, this one I definitely want to want to give the – uh, a shake up with this name and and show my heart show my passion and and um see what happens there but it's funny i um have been planning and not, nothing really much has happened but we sort of done some planning with so the lady that um did the first edit of my book she's mm -hmm. she's a writer as well and we've we've sort of planned out no. we would write together which is yeah neither of us want to put our name on it we're going to put some pen, pen name which is you know this 
you know, historical love story and on the, you know, the Ballarat gold fields and things like that. So wow. I don't want to say too much because people might figure out it's me. So <laughs> well, that actually, yeah, we can talk about that off air, but that, that sounds <laughs> interesting though as well, like in the sense yeah. that, well, it'll, it'll connect you to your area and then, yeah. So, um, yeah, there's lots of different historical things that you can do there, but, um, but yeah, like, like, come on, you're a teacher. You've got yeah. to make sure that you, uh, you keep your name out of, um, some of the, the dodgy stuff. So yes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, so what's, what's your best bit of advice that you would give somebody that is thinking about publishing their own books? Um, yeah, oof. I, I think best bit of advice, um, the th look, the, th the thing that comes to my mind first is, um, I feel like it's just, um, set reasonable expectations yeah. and then also just take your time to, to work through the craft, work through each little bit of each phase, each step. Um, and just do it with an open mind for learning purposes. It's <clears throat> like I was saying before, it's not, not that it's not appropriate, but I just don't think going into this game with the, you know, with the premise that yes, I will be now swimming in money from Amazon. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, Yeah it's it's about realism it's also about um understanding that you know um being able to to showcase some of the some of your thoughts some of your vision it it takes a lot of coaching and takes a lot of time as well so um i would just yeah be <clears throat> be open to the advice um and and just be just um work towards that journey rather than it being about, you know, one specific thing or, or getting your name out there or becoming famous. It's, it's all these little, little steps that you need to take to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's I've had a sort of a few people say about, you know, like you said, re realistically your, your book took 20 or so years and my, I would say the same for me. Like that was when yeah. I first started thinking about it, planning, yeah that's probably really realistically how long ago the thought process started. I mean, I know some people say, oh, it took me, you know, six months to a year and I sort of go, but did it really? You know, like you probably had to learn how to write before then. So, you know, what you yeah. maybe, maybe you wrote other things that never became that book, but you wrote ideas and things. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a marathon. It's not a, not a sprint and, yeah, there's not necessarily there's going to be the same finish line for everybody either, is there? You know, like there's, you know, some people will make a living out of it. Some people might, I mean, you know, yeah. just sell, sell to two and a half people, get two and a half fans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think, like I think, one, one, of, one of my, um, one of those, um, you know, half a fan, <laughs> um, yeah, she's a good supporter of, of the indie scene, but, um, you know, she's, <clears throat> um, was asking me about some advice to do with um, starting her writing journey and, you know, what, what she needs to do, how long it might take, uh, you know, in, in giving the realistic answers, um, it's not something that she wanted to hear. Like she just thought, 
it might be like, you know, yeah, sweet, in six months I'll have my first draft and then I'll be able to publish it. Well, yeah, yeah unfortunately, in you know, if, if you're listening to this and you want to get into that game, it you've just got to make sure that um, you're there for the long haul and not just the quick, easy win. Like, like um, Max was saying, you've got to be able to to really knuckle down and uh, learn about the craft. And if, you, if, if um, you know, the craft is not particularly, uh, what's the word, if it's not particularly, um, what am I trying to say? De- developed or? Um... Yes. So if the, yeah, if your craft is not developed at that point in time, then uh, yeah, you need, you need to take a couple of courses to be able to get yeah. to a, a nice point. So um, yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely um, moments and, and time that you need to take to be able to get there. Yeah. And I think too, you need to um, be able to cope with a bit of criticism and things too. You need to get people to read your stuff and be willing for them to tell you that, yeah, this bit works, this bit doesn't, this is this bit's actually crap and doesn't make sense and you need to rewrite that and rethink that. Um, I, I was having a, a conversation on, on Facebook with someone, one of, the, one of the little groups I follow, and they were saying that they, they hate reading and I just thought that was really strange that they were, they were wanting to be an author but they hate reading and I was like, I don't, I don't understand. Like that's that's to me that's how you learn your craft. That'd be like somebody saying that they wanted to become a professional musician, but they never listen to music. You know, like yeah, that. absolutely. <laughs> and that isn't that just a, the perfect example. Like I think um, there, there's you know uh, a quick you know a tidbit from what I'm doing at the moment. So um, how I'm uh, I'm writing like a bit of a space opera. Um, you know, various things are, are happening. I'm trying to maintain my my similar style um, of description, and then also um, finding you know your nice metaphors and, and things like that. Just going a little bit above, um, just you know, getting things down on the page, right? So, um, in uh, while I'm writing, I'm also reading or and or listening to audio books to try and further inspiration um and so i got to i I started red rising by pierce brown just because um it was recommended to me as a a decent sci-fi read so had a had a little listen and and look into it and um, i found it really really engaging um really really inspiring as a um like as a as a reader and it really assisted me in in the ways that I was trying to write yeah um so it just um yeah it goes to show that you that that is such an important part of of the whole whole process it's the reading part and it can really further your inspiration yeah um I I had an interesting experience because my my wife hadn't read um, read my book the whole way through. She wanted to wait until it was published and was, you know, in a, in a book form. And um, she sort of was reading through a bit and saying, oh, I really, really like the way all this, the sort of descriptive language you've used in this bit. And I, I reread it in because I sort of hadn't thought about that for a while. And then it was like reading and going, um, there's bits in my book now where I can tell what I was reading at the time. You know what I mean? Like, so because I'm developing my own voice, there's, there's bits in there I go, Oh, that sounds a bit like that. Yeah, that person and that person. So, um, 
yeah, it's, it's funny to look back now and, and go, oh, yeah, I remember what I was reading during that time because that sounds a bit like that person. You know, you're not, you're not copying, you're just, you're just, it's inspiration. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what I tell myself anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I think um, there are, yeah, no matter what you read, you'll always like kind of take on little, little bits here and there. And I think that's, like you said, that's kind of what helps you develop your own, own voice in the end. And, um, yeah, if you if it's something that you can maintain throughout all the different works that you produce, then that that is ultimately it. Then you know it's just you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess that sort of brings me to to my last question about where where can people find out more about you? Where can they find your books or your book? Yeah. Um, so I guess on, on my website. Um, jpmcdonald.com.au is where you'll find um, some of the uh, merchandise-y type of stuff that I have as well as my book. Obviously, from websites, from an uh, author's website, you can get all everything signed and, um, and personalised and whatnot. But there in particular, I've made some, you know, candles bespoke to the, uh, the book and some of the things that, go on during the book yeah. um and also there's the exclusive hardcover edition you can't get that anywhere else but my website and or one of the other um indie box um books that did their um did that a number of months ago so yeah for the most part that's the only place you can get it so if you're interested you can always go through that and contact me and then uh, aside from that, I'm on all the the you know social media um, business, mainly tracking on Instagram a little bit more heavily than anywhere else, which yeah. is at JP McDonald Writes. Um, I'm also on TikTok as the same thing, but um, I pretty much just recycle my reels um, and put yeah. them on there. So at the moment, that's not where I'm most uh, effective. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I've got a couple of your sort of like postcard size things with your pictures of the characters. And I really, I really like that, that you've got those that you, um, um, make, it makes it a bit easier to sort of know what they look like. And, you know, I mean, I always imagine in my head when I'm reading something, what, what something looks like, but it's nice to sort of look at them and go, oh, that's that character. And as, as, as I sort of go through, go, oh, yeah, that's that, who that is. And because... Yeah, so that's a bit of fun, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Well, I, I think that's what, um, you know, Bookstagram as a, a thing has, has sort of taught me is that um, it's not it's not just about the book. It's it's also about an experience that you can bring to, um, to reading. It, it can be the sensory stuff, like with um, the candles like, that I was thinking and then the, yeah. the visual stuff as well, like posters and postcards and, and bookmarks so yeah it, it all kind of makes sense in in a um as a package yeah um you, you'll you'll probably be interested in this i i um had a little book club group that as i was writing i was putting up chapters getting people to sort of let me know what they think and stuff and i i also had heaps of fun putting little um spotify playlists together so that the music i would have been listening to as i was writing i was sort of putting together little playlist and I think people like that so that was a bit of a fun thing to do too just so I mean I I always have some music when I'm reading or writing so yeah. it was a bit of a 
yeah, here, this is what I, I think it would sound like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's, uh, I, I've done the same thing. I think if you go to um, my Instagram, there's like on one of the, one of the highlighted stories is, is a, um, a Spotify playlist link. So you can check um, out like kind of how I was envisioning you know, some songs what, yeah. uh, that would work for Invisible Tether. Yeah. And um, ultimately, uh, obviously, because I'm a muso as well, I was considering for the Gem Marine Chronicles at least putting together, like creating a song yeah. for um for the for book one or or an ep but i just oh gosh i just know with timing like i, I want to make sure i get the actual book right yeah. uh, before before i put in time to that so that might not be a thing but we'll, we'll see how we go <laughs> i guess yeah yeah now talking about instagram so and and all those sort of things so we're we're part of a a virtual signing i think I feel like are we the only two males? <laughs> like, oh, we got to represent. <laughs> yeah. so we, yeah. we might we might embarrass our yeah yeah our, our sex. Um, yeah no. Um, so I have you done one of those sort of things before? Um, I, I haven't done a virtual signing, but um, I've done a couple of you know Instagram lives. Um, I think you've you've heard. A yeah. couple of those but um you know i've never done something like this before so it's yeah it's definitely going to be a learning curve but i think it's also a, a good opportunity to kind of for readers and and all australian writers or aspiring writers to kind of get all up in in that one space and kind of see what the australian indie scene is offering which is cool yeah yeah i i, I really like the idea and i i mean part of it is i i like that we've sort of found that community there's like everybody seems to be really supportive and helpful and it's nice to to know there's other people out there doing things on the same journey as you a little bit some people are a bit ahead some people are a bit behind so absolutely fun um so i'm just i'm just looking actually i'm trying to think of what it's called so it's it's oi so oi and it's a book fair aussie indie authors and bookish vendors um, so yeah, there's a, there's a Facebook group that people, I mean, if people are listening, there's a Facebook group that people can, can join. Um, and the 23rd to 24th of April, um, there'll be, I don't know, I, I feel like it's probably about 50 or so, maybe more, um, mm. people selling their books, selling other people's books, doing some talks and things. There's a, yeah. lot, there's a lot of lot of fun to be had, um, and it's not you know it's not only just sort of lives and and, and chats like that. There's there's posts will come up. Um, people will be able to take over some things. So you know I, I'm trying to come up with a couple of video ideas that I can post instead of just having photos. So we'll, I mean we'll see how how it all how it all rolls out. But I think it's um, as you said, it's just a good opportunity to to come together as um, a community and support whoever we have, no matter where we are on our, on our journey. Um, and the more connections that we make in this, um, in this life slash in this game, then uh, the easier it is for us to kind of, you know, um, at least achieve some level of, of success or what, whatever we deem as successful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I actually sort of spent some time yesterday 
putting together my stuff because I I'm going to be away. I won't I'm sort of won't be where I can do a live one. So fingers crossed it works. I I've, I've yeah. set it up or scheduled it to, to go on at the right time. So it's the first time I've done one of those. So we'll we'll see. There it might be there might be some some blank air for <laughs> my fifteen minutes of fame, but that's okay. Well, I'll I'll uh, I'll be checking at that time, and if it is, I'll go on and I'll dress up as you and. Uh, yeah. my best impression <laughs> yeah thanks <laughs> um yeah so I'll, I'll just i'll go over that again for people so it's oi so so aussie indies oi and it's a it's a book fair so if people um search that up on facebook anyway they should be able to get on there or they can they can contact us as well anyway and we can um send them a link or anything like that yeah so, for sure yeah yeah um, well, thanks for your time. That was that was really good. Um, I'm sure we'll we'll talk again. Um, but is there any sort of thing you want to add before we we finish up? No, no um, all all sounds good. And I appreciate your your time as well. Just to to have this chat, um, it's always good, as I said, to kind of get involved in in this community and make these connections. And um, I think to all to all the listeners, just make sure that. Um, you know, it's not just about me. It's about um, you know getting out and supporting all these authors that are they're putting their dreams on the line and and sending sending all this great stuff out in in the community. It's um yeah, it's up to you to to do your best to support some of the people that you think are worthy of your support and um and getting around some of that. And and like um, Max said before, you know. There, there are times where we do require a little bit of, of feedback and, and some honest reviews and whatever else, not to the point of slagging, of course, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, to the point where it, it just might help us better, better ourselves or better our writing or better our mentality about um, how to get some of these things out. So yeah, to all the listeners out there, we, we encourage you to get involved in our community and um, and just drop us a line if ever you want to, to discuss anything that's uh, within our books. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah, well, um, I'll let you let you get back to work anyway. No worries. <laughs> okay, thanks for your time. Thank you, sir. Take it easy. See ya. Bye. Thank you again for listening. If you want to find out more about me or my books, please go to maxvictorbooks.com. And remember, that's Max with a double X. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash maxvictor. And remember, that's M-A-X-X-V-I-C-T-O-R. See you next time. Happy writing.